You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. Do what Jesus says is the title of this devotion. Do what Jesus says. You know, the mother of Jesus, I love Mary. I think she's such an amazing, beautiful person. And there's so much you can learn by looking at how God was able to work through her life in so many different ways. But one of the key moments in Jesus' life is when he was at the feast, at the wedding feast in Canaan of Galilee that we read about in John chapter 2. And Jesus was there. Some believe that Salome, the younger sister of Mary, the mother of John, John the Beloved, John uh, who was um, married to, um, oh, Anyway, Zebedee, there we go, Zebedee, that her son John was getting married there. That is what some believe. But anyway, so you could see the relationship, the family relation uh, and so forth in, uh, in Mary being as the older sister in charge in many ways in the wedding there of her younger sister who was getting married to John. So anyway, here... Mary came to Jesus because they'd run out of wine. And she said, she said to him, son, we have no more wine. And Jesus said, mom, why do you involve me in this? If you do something, it, it, it doesn't change anything. But if I begin to do something, it will change everything. I am not allowed to come out of hiding of who I am as the Son of God until His set time, right? It's really phenomenal when you think about what was happening here. Mary, I believe God was, was using Mary to bring about that time for Jesus to become manifest. And she offered herself to be the womb in which the divine seed was carried into birth and so forth. And here she's the one being moved by God to involve Jesus into a practical situation through which he would become manifest as the Son of God. And then she looks at the servants who are there after she talked to Jesus and said to them, whatever he tells you, do it. In other words, the title of this devotion, do what Jesus says. He says, whatever he tells you, do it. So Jesus is walking around there and here comes the spirit of the Father in him. And he looks at those big pots of water that could hold 30, 40 gallons of water, enormous pots. And, he, and they use it to, to have water available for the washing of feet and all kinds of other things. They'll take water out of that and, and use it in smaller parts for different jobs and drinking, I'm sure, and so. And Jesus looked at them and said, fill all these pots to the brim. 
and these servants running to the well and they filling it, filling it until they filled to the brim. And then Jesus went and scooped out some water and he said, now take this to the head of the feast. And the water had turned to wine. And the Bible says this was the first sign that Jesus is the Son of God. And that is symbolic that the natural life becomes spiritual life through the life of Christ coming into us. The water is reflected in the natural life and the wine is reflected in the spiritual life throughout the Bible. So we can see how Jesus can take us in our just earthly life and make us spiritually alive. And it's phenomenal if you think about it all, what happened here. But you see, this is the point I want to make today. Just do what Jesus says, friends. You may say, but pastor, how am I to know what he says? Well, let's look what he says here in John chapter 14, verse 19. A little while longer and the world will see me no more, but you will see me because I live, you will live also. At that day, you will know that I'm in the Father and you in me and I in you. He who has my commandments and keeps them is he who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and manifest myself to him. Judas, not Iscariot, a different Judas, said to him, Lord, how is it that you will manifest yourself to us and not to the world? Jesus answered and said to him, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him. And we will come to him and make our home with him. He who does not love me does not keep my words. And the word which you hear is not mine, but the Father's who sent me. How simple, how simple to show our love for the Father through the Son by simply doing what Jesus says. You see, friends, Jesus there shows that we show we love him when we do what he says. In John chapter, in 1 John chapter 2, verse 3, we read, Now, this we know, that we know him if we keep his commandments. How can I know, Pastor, that I truly know the Lord? Friends, we can sometimes really make a model of that. Because sometimes you can say, yeah, I see the experience that person has, but I don't have that experience, so I don't know the Lord. Friends, don't look at it that way. Look at Jesus and follow what he says. Do whatever he says and it will be shown as you begin to do what Jesus says, that you begin to know him and that you begin to love him and begin to live in his love for you by you doing what he says. Is that simple? So let's continue. He who says, I know him 
and does not keep his commandments is a liar and the truth is not in him. But whoever keeps his word, truly the love of God is perfected in him. By this we know that we are in him. He who says he abides in him ought himself also to walk just as he walked. Brethren, I write no new commandment to you, but an old commandment which you have had from the beginning. The old commandment is the word which you heard from the beginning. Again, a new commandment I write to you, which thing is true in him and in you, because the darkness is passing away and the true light is already shining. He who says he is in the light and hates his brother is in darkness until now. He who loves his brother abides in the light and there is no cause for stumbling in him. But he who hates his brother is in darkness and walks in the darkness and does not know where he is going because the darkness has blinded his eyes. Now, what was the main commandment that the Lord Jesus gave? That simple one commandment. Love as I love. Look at it right here in John chapter 13, verse 34, and then John 15. John 13, verse 34, and then John 15. A new commandment, Jesus says, I give to you that you love one another as I have loved you, that you also love one another. By this all will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. Okay, chapter 15, verse 9. As the Father loved me, I also have loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandment, you will abide in my love just as I've kept my Father's commandments and abide in His love. These things I've spoken to you that my joy may remain in you and that your joy may be full. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I've loved you. Greater love has no one than this, than to lay down his life for his friends. This is simply doing what Jesus says. Jesus, my friends, simply did what the Father said, love them. Demonstrate your love for them by laying down your life for them. Oh, friends, I so love this thought. I so love this thought. Nicodemus, I spoke to you about this more recently in one of the devotions. Nicodemus came to Jesus by night and Jesus was saying to him, Nicodemus, this life that you see in me and people can see who are blind and can hear who are deaf and are cleansed who are lepers, this life, you cannot see it for yourself unless you're born again. And Nicodemus just couldn't connect with it. Jesus gave an example of the wind. This life is like the wind. You can't see it, but you know it's there because you feel it. You see the wind blowing in the trees, but you can't see the wind, but you do believe. So come on, this life. Yes, you can't see, but it becomes real in you. And Nicodemus just couldn't get it. And then Jesus said, listen, Nicodemus, remember in the wilderness, the serpent that Moses put on the stick, a brass serpent on the stick, and that anybody who had been poisoned by the serpent that looked upon that, that serpent on the stick, 
In other words, who acknowledged it, I've done wrong, I repent, was healed by looking. No, so I, the Son of Man, will be lifted up for the sins of mankind. And when you look at me, you will know I've given my life in love for you to save you for your sin. Nicodemus heard, heard that. Then with Joseph of Arimathea, we read about in the Gospel of John, chapter 21 or so, uh, I think it is, or Luke 22, he took Jesus off the cross with, and he had that bloody body in his hands and saw the gaping hole in his heart where the blood and the water had gushed out and the thorns on his, on his brow and the holes in his hands and feet and his body plowed up by, by the evil that had been committed against him, all these wounds. And he was carrying that body with Joseph and he said, Joseph, Joseph, he told me, he told me that when I realized how much I loved him, I would believe, I would believe, oh Joseph, I believe, I believe he loves me, I believe he loves me. And oh, what a wonderful thing when you begin to believe in the love God has for you, demonstrated through His Son dying for you, that you begin to believe and surrender your life. And Jesus said, I abide in my Father's love by simply doing what He said, by loving you. I keep loving you. And this is simply obeying Jesus. Listen, dear friends, in closing. Your life will stay poor and empty and unfulfilled when all you live for is to satisfy yourself. The only relationships you look are those that only feed your own lust for love and life and, in, and, and affection. Your life will find no fulfillment. Why? Because that person in which you seek your fulfillment cannot give you what God gives. It cannot give you what God gives. God gives you His love, His unconquerable goodwill, His undefeatable benevolence. He gives you that love that never fails, that love that's not self-serving, that love is not self-seeking, that love that is not envious or jealous or boastful, or vainglorious, or rude, or unmanly. That love that never fails. That love that always hopes, that always believes the best. That always bears up on anything and everything without failing. That love that is able to endure all things because the satisfaction comes out of that love of the Father and you're loving with His love. You're loving with His love and you realize that it's more blessed to give than to receive. Jesus said, I abide in my Father's love by doing what He says, and this is what He's told me to do, is to love you and to demonstrate His love for you by dying for you. Now, this is my joy. Your friends, when you live in this love I'm talking to you about, when you begin to follow Jesus, when you begin to do what Jesus says, and live on in His love and follow His example of self-sacrificial love. Do you think, do you think that Jesus who paid such a high price for the whole world, God so loved the world that He gave His Son for the whole world, 
that Jesus is on his throne and he is resentful and bitter because there are others that will not acknowledge him and recognize him? No, my dear friends. No, my dear friends. You may say, but pastor, if I lay down my life to love with his love, no greater love has any man than to lay down his life. If I live this way every day at home, well, what about me? What about me? And you see, this is where you're still thinking with the thoughts that don't come from Jesus. You find your satisfaction in obeying him and living in his love, living in the joy that he has seeing you sharing his love with the Father and seeing his love with the Father revealed in you. And you are so happy and satisfied and content. You lack nothing, you want nothing, you need nothing because you're completely satisfied from above and you live in it and you say, yeah, but, yeah, but. See that yeah, but needs to die and go away and you're free from it. You don't need it, you're happy. And then it's amazing how God gives you more than you could ask for. Amen? Have a good day.